The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. So are you a glutton for punishment or are you a masochist? Because if you're listening to this, you got to be one or the other after that effort tonight. Welcome in. It's your dish here on Clubhouse Conversation as we see the 2014 season continue to slowly slip away from the Royals as they lose three to nothing to the worst team in the league, Houston. And not only did they lose three to nothing to the worst team in the league, but they lost the series and we aren't even to game three yet. As the Royals have now lost six of their last eight ball games, and there's still another game against the Astros tomorrow. And tonight, the offense officially became the worst in the league for the Royals. Thanks to a weakling effort that included five singles, no walks, no extra base hits, and no runs. Repeating, five singles, no extra base hits, no walks for the Royals tonight against the worst team in the league, the Houston Astros. It doesn't get a lot worse than this. But for me, all you needed to know about where this team is currently at came during Eric Hosmer's at bats in the bottom of the ninth inning. Just set me off. The game's over. We all knew it. He knew it. But he can't be knowing that. Somebody's got to be setting that attitude in the in the dugout, whether it's the manager, whether it's one of the team leaders, that you're going up there and you're having good at bats and you're playing like a freaking professional in this game. You're down 3 nothing in the ninth inning, so what do you need to come back in that game? Base runners, right? Base runners. Down 3 to nothing in the ninth inning. So what does Eric Hosmer do in the middle of a slump for himself? First pitch. Swings, grounds out against Tony Sipp to second baseman Jose Altuve. One pitch, one out. Oh, but I hit the ball hard, he would probably say if you asked him about it. He did. He hit the ball right in the screws, right at the second baseman. But you know what? He made out. You know why? Because he had a bad approach. You're down by three runs in the ninth inning. It's a team game. You're not throwing in the towel. You're on the field playing. I can throw in the towel if I'm watching at home. You can throw in the towel if you're watching at home. The guy selling peanuts can throw in the towel. The parking lot attendants who want to go home can throw in the towel. But the guy in the field cannot throw in the towel. That cannot be tolerated. Horrible approach by Hosmer there. and That, that to me, just set me off. You need base runners there. You're swinging at the first pitch. Is there some accountability for this? I think there might be. I heard Ned Yost after the game on the press conference Telling the media, these guys need to be big league hitters and need some accountability. I've been covering for them. I've been saying that they're trying their best and you know they're tipping your cap to the opposing pitcher even though they probably shouldn't have been. Ned Yost has been saying that. Tonight, finally, he came out and admitted it. But not tonight. He didn't protect them tonight. First, he got tossed by defending his team, which I like to see. Give Ned Yost credit for that when Jeremy Guthrie was probably getting squeezed by home plate umpire Kerwin Danley. Then he, I'm assuming probably was in the clubhouse talking to the team, probably ripping into them because it took him much longer than normal to come out for the post-game media conference. And he basically called him out, said we're swinging at too many first pitches, making outs. We're not waiting for our pitch. We're hacking at anything. We're not protecting with two strikes. Good for you, Ned Yost. Bad for you, Eric Cosmer. Play the game the right way. 
The Royals have now lost seven games this year when they gave up three or less runs. Seven games the Royals have lost when they allowed three or less runs. Let's just say you have a league average offense or close to league average offense, and you win five of those seven games. You'd be sitting at 29 and 22. This is what I talk about when people say, oh, it's early, or, oh, they had that big run last year, or, oh, they were four or five games more under 500 on this date last year. You can't rely on that second half again. That's probably not happening, especially because this offense is worse than last year's offense. Like I said before, you don't have a guy like Emilio Bonifacio as a spark plug. You probably aren't going to find a guy like Justin Maxwell to hit pinch hit home runs at City Bank Field in New York to win you a game. I mean, it's a, it's a different team. It's a different year. You can't give away this many games, and you can't go through stretches where you lose to bad baseball teams, where you get swept by Minnesota. A decent chance you're going to get swept by the Astros. Three out of four to Cleveland. We, could, we, we talk about this all the time. Two out of three to Chicago. On and on and on and on. It's just not happening. The season's a third of the way over this weekend. Royals wasted another gem from Jeremy Guthrie. Did his job. Six innings, one run, seven hits, five strikeouts, three walks. Didn't have his best stuff, but you know what? He's a professional, and he pitched like it. He went out there and battled. He did all he could. He's a gamer. He went out there to try to win the game. When I see guys giving away at bats, hardly hustling, give me a freaking break. Show up. Go out there and play like you care. Have some fire. You're in the major leagues. It's a pleasure. You're getting paid good money on top of that. Be like Jeremy Guthrie. Be like James Shields. Be like Alex Gordon. Look around at some of these guys out there who play the game the right way every single day. You would think that that veteran leadership would transfer over to some of these guys, but you have to start wondering about the accountability at some point. That's a different topic for a different day and not something I feel comfortable talking about because I don't have the answers for that or enough info, but it makes you wonder about accountability, but we'll leave that for all the speculators. I'm not going to speculate. I talk from fact, what I see with my own eyes, what I know, and that's what I know. I also know Tim Collins once again didn't have it. <sighs> Threw the gas can in the fire. one nothing was basically the fire. It was already a lot tonight with this offense. Once again, one inning for Tim Collins, two runs, two hits, a wild pitch, a walk. ERA is over six. We saw him the other night. We tipped the cap to him when he's part of that night of seven scoreless innings from the Royals' bullpen. He deserves some credit that night. I still maintain his breaking ball depth is better than it has been in quite some time, but he's not getting it done. He can't throw strikes consistently. He's walking hitters. He's leaving pitches up. It's about time to give him some time down in Omaha. I don't know who you go to down there. There's not a lot of people banging on the on the door that are on the 40, at least. You know, you got guys like Buddy Bauman down there and Spencer Patton and maybe Chris Dwyer. I mean, you've got some possibilities. Maybe Francis Lee Bueno. I don't know. None of those guys are exactly lighting the world on fire, and a couple of them that are aren't in the 40. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here with that, although right now the bullpen is the least of our issues. Let's be realistic. Tim Collins is also the least of their issues, but it's something that should be addressed at some point. So, in summary, right now, guys, there's not much else to talk about this game. No extra base hits, no walks, horrible approach, guys giving away at bats in the ninth inning, wasted starting pitching. You're facing the worst team in baseball. I don't know what more there is to say about it. It's not a good baseball team right now. I mean, what else can you say? They'll try to avoid the sweep. Imagine that, getting swept by the Astros at home. They'll try to avoid it. 
before starting that 14-game stretch from hell. And really, guys, <laughs> this thing could get out of hand really quickly. For Toronto, who closes their eyes, opens them, and hits another home run. The Royals can't come close to that kind of firepower. One of those games, you're going to have a spot starter in there for your Donovan Turo, which is probably a loss. Your bullpen could easily get beaten up this weekend. Then you have four with the Cardinals, who are starting to play better. The good thing is they're kind of the NL version of the Royals with no power, but it's still the Cardinals. They're still a superior baseball team right now. Four against the Yankees. All those fans from Johnson County that are such diehard Yankees fans who have never been to New York will be out there at the K. It'll be a home game for the Yankees with Jeter here for the last time. A couple against Cleveland. We know how we do against the AL Central. That's 14 games, and that's we're a 5-9 and nine away from being buried, guys. 5-9, and 6-8, and eight, you're out. By then, it's mid-June. Jared Cosard against Danny Duffy tomorrow. There will be no dish tomorrow as I will not be watching that game. Thank God. I need a mental health day from this. You do as well. We'll hope for the best, but cautiously expect the worst, I suppose, because that's what it seems to be these days. I guess one good thing to talk about today, if there's anything good about today, other than Guthrie being good, the other good thing would be, and Nandio standing up for his team. That was good, too. Give him credit. The other good thing would be your Donna Ventura, of course. Only missing one start. It sounds as if the Royals are very, very, very confident that this is a minor thing. He was symptom-free this morning. All good to hear. You know what? In retrospect, maybe the Royals are just being overly cautious with him, but that is good news. That is the right thing to do by Ned Yost and Dave Island and the training staff, front office. So a tip of the cap to them for doing the right thing with Ventura, getting him out right away last night. That's good news. The bad news, of course, is Kyle Zimmer with his lat issue in his back. Depending on who you believe, it's either torn or strained great kid we talked to him a few weeks ago here in clubhouse conversation encourage you to click on current player interviews at the top of the page and listen to him feel bad for the kid he'll be fine though he's got a great arm with hardly any mileage and i'll tell you what that kid has got work ethic and is a gentleman with a lot of talent great stuff talking to a couple scouts i know people rave about kyle zimmer so the good news is it's probably a lost season this year but those two guys are hopefully you know, Ventura's arm and elbow are hopefully fine. Zimmer's issues are not his shoulder or elbow at this time. That's great news. Duffy's pitching better, so you just try to find little small things. We will talk to you again after game one at Toronto on Thursday. In the meantime, be checking out the site for interviews throughout this weekend. Got current player coming up. Got a former Royal coming up for you. Interviews all the time here and Royals Talk on Clubhouse Conversation. Thank you for listening to Dave O's Dish.